This is episode episode nine, right? I've lost count at this point. You lost control or you lost count? <laughs> Both. Uh-huh. I've never had control in my life. <laughs> Welcome back to the Spencer Berg podcast. <laughs> the best intro from Parker Rep. Episode number nine. We are here today. It is four eighteen PM nine. On Thursday afternoon. Parker and I just finished up a very busy day. Yeah, we were both busy with all sorts of stuff. Um, I have taken on the uh, the task of becoming an affiliate marketer yeah, and holding my microphone <laughs> like, this. Holding <laughs> like this. We're holding on for dear life. We're holding right on here. both sides of the microphone. I have taken on a new side hustle. I wouldn't say new. The past six months, I've been an affiliate marketer. Actually, the past year. The past six months, I've taken it very seriously. And uh, I want, I'm want. i happy to share kind of what I've been doing. I, um, I advertise... A lot of stuff on my YouTube channel and my Instagram on Swipe Up Stories to an affiliate link, either with Fanatec, which is the company that supplies all my simulator racing gear, the steering wheel pedals and everything, and also from Amazon, um, everything from these microphones to my favorite protein powder to everything. And I just broke my first thousand dollar month. Really? Through Amazon affi- or through affiliate marketing. That's cool. So it's very nice to see a little bit of a payoff coming in from just recommending people to buy stuff. Um, yeah. I just had somebody DM me and he was like, Hey, my daughter wants the uh, LED lights for my, for her room, the TikTok, the TikTok lights. Yeah. And I made a review on one of those and he bought two of them. That's cool. So I just made like $6 for just giving somebody a link. Yeah. So it's crazy to see what I can do. I'm trying to pressure Parker to do it. So do it. I know. I need, do I need it. more places to put them. Cause like, no, you got like, YouTube, man. I know, but like, I don't upload. Like as crazy as you do. Dude, you got 6,000 views on your N54 video. If you put in a video there that you had like, oh, this is my favorite tire cleaner and you sold like 20 bottles of it, dude, you make money off that. Yeah. That's just affiliate. That's not even AdSense. Yeah. So I think I need you to, I need everyone in the comments below, all six people watching this right now (laughs) to please tell Parker. We got more than that. We got hundreds. Yeah, I know. I know. We got a lot of good support so far. So uh, I had, let's see, this is a big one. This is starting off pretty strong. Um, I had somebody I found on Instagram known as Rob Sands based out of, is this Norwich or Norwich? Uh, United Kingdom. Where is it? Oh, yeah. It's Nor- topic one. Norwich. Norwich, okay. UK. He has a beautiful E92 M3 that is absolutely slammed. Look at that ride height. It's crazy. It's like just on the ground. It looks like it's bagged, but it's static. That the lip actually doesn't look like too low. Like your lip looks lower than that. I don't know why. Maybe it's I'm not sure. It looks like a GT4 lip. It's probably the oh, it's the those wheels are 19s. That's why. Oh, okay. So they're a little bit they sit a little bit bigger. Yeah, they're probably a little bit taller than your 18s. So the thing that turned me on to this car was he posted a picture of the interior with his cage and his Recaros, and I was like, hold on, wait a minute. This is the dream spec. This is exactly how I want to build my car. I know that we featured I don't want to say it's repetitive, but it's what we lo- we enjoy is the E90X platform, whether it's 3 Series or M3 format. And um, the thing I like about this, it's right-hand drive. Dude, I want a right-hand drive car so bad. Really? Yeah, I want one so bad. I want to import one. I feel like it'd be so hard to get used to. I love but it, if though. If you were using it here, like, that'd be tough. I know, but I just think it'd be so gangster to be different like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's, I believe it's a 2011, 12, I, I didn't see, but he has a huge list of stuff here uh, for the audio listeners. I'll list off some of the highlights and then for the video format, you guys can see, uh, he has a Bimber world power steering reservoir. Do you know what that is Parker? Uh, the reservoir is just where it holds, uh, the fluid I'm assuming. Cause usually they're plastic, I think. Okay. So maybe it's a metal, 
um, one to like, because it probably gets really hot on the track. Um, but I, I'd have to look that up. Maybe it holds more power steering fluid. I'm not sure. Maybe what it does is it prevents like sloshing. Like if you go around the track it and you don't could. get enough, you don't get enough fluid. But I don't know. That was the first yeah. thing on his list. Competition pack wheels, which are beautiful wheels. 15 millimeter spacers in the front, 12 in the back with Michelin PS4s. Has a DMS custom remap. Akrapovich Evolution titanium exhaust from the header's back. Damn. That's nice. That's that expensive. Is baller. Yeah. That's an expensive setup. I personally don't like the sound of Acra exhaust. I think they're okay. Uh, they're. I think they're a little bit tame for what they are. I'm sure with headers, it's crazy. Yeah, I can't imagine with headers. Yeah, definitely like the axle back. Or not, I don't know if they're axle back, but like the cat back ones. Um, I'm sure. I think they're a little bit quiet. A little bit too tame yeah. for 6000 bucks or whatever it is. Uh, has the Nitron Racing R3 suspension with custom Nurburgring dampening and spring rates. That's gangster. Yeah, that per- is sick. Performance BMW LED version 2 steering wheel, RTD short height shifter. I've had that shifter. I in, want that. That's in my E90. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing shifter. McLaren F1 GTR gear knob. That's a weird one, but it looks cool. It looks like a little golf ball. I've seen this before on Wendell's car. I've seen this before on other M3s. I don't know what the what the hype is. I don't. I don't know. I think it's cool. Must feel good. I don't know. E92 coupe cloth Alcantara door cards with LG trimming Alcantara. Looks amazing on the interior. Uh, performance Alcantara handbrake. Alcantara covered dash and gear stick surround. Recaro SPA FIA carbon Kevlar seats. Those are nice. Damn, look at the back of those things, man, in the carbon Kevlar. Yeah. Dude, I really want to do the Alcantara dash. I think that's so yes, sick. That's what I want, too. I'd love to do that. It looks so race car. Yeah. That's what I love. Gets rid of the glare. Um, has the VAC Motorsports floor mount adapters, harnesses, and uh, the Schroth Racing Endurance six-point harnesses. Has the Weicher Motorsports chrome alloy half roll cage. Uh Bunch of other stuff with the the front canards like I have the side skirts has a motorsport GT4 engine under tray. That sounds pretty crazy. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I haven't heard of that. AP Racing 5000R front calipers with 368 millimeter S vein AP racing floating discs. Say that 10 times <laughs> as pagged race pads. We've talked about those before. Carbon fiber CSL style boot lid. Rensport Technic racing rear wing. It's M23. M235i. I don't know what what that is. I guess it's like a... Oh, it's a big wing. It's a wing off of the... I, it must be like something that this company makes for the M235i. And then he like retrofitted it to the, the M3. Yeah, I guess so. It's got solid uh, subframe bushes all around. Oh, you said salad. He's got salad <laughs> subframe subway sandwich bushes all around. <laughs> He's got SPL titanium rear toe arms, Millway Motorsport, Uniball front thrust bearing bush. Damn. RJ development, driver weight, and string alignment and quarter weight optimized for the one and only best track in the entire world, the Nurburgring. And that is his E92 M3 that is specced to go fast. Definitely seems like it. I'm surprised he's not running uh, different tires. I mean, I know those PS4s are really good, but I'd assume he'd probably run like a Cup 2 or something like that. So I'm pretty sure in the DM that he sent me, he runs, I, I don't, I don't quote me, but I think it's Dunlop tires for the track. Oh, okay. He has a set of BBSs that he runs for the track too. That's just like his street tire. Yeah. I think this okay. is his street setup. I'll, we'll put on the screen here as DM, but overall going back over the looks of the car, beautiful color, according to Parker. I love space gray. <laughs> I mean, I, I love trippy red. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I would get if I if I bought an E ninety two M three or E ninety M three. I'd get space gray. It's the best color. Pretty sick. I like this car a lot. Uh, Robert, thank you so much for sending me all this stuff uh, via DM. I appreciate your time. I'm glad we had the chance to feature your car. It is a beautiful machine. I actually really like the wing. I'm I wasn't sure at first, but now I'm like, you know what? This is uh, th this is made for function. And then you look through the interior. Just so gangster, man. The carbon Kevlar, the Alcantara, and it's a six-speed manual, man. You can't beat that around the rim. I mean, what a, what a fun car. Yeah, I'd love to drive that. Oh, it's so sick. Especially the photos actually at Nürburgring. It looks like an absolute blast. Yeah. Going around the carousel like that, just scraping your front lip over and over again. <laughs> I would love to do that. I'd, be, I'd have no problem doing that. <laughs> well, Palm would just hook you up with another one. <laughs> like just Palm, send it right over. I was at the Nürburgring, and I scraped my GT4 front lip. Can you help me out? Uh, topic number two. Parker loves Corvettes. Why and what do you want? Okay. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> yeah, you came at me hard. Why do you want question. a Corvette? Tell me. <laughs> uh, I really like the C6 Corvettes. Um, that's my favorite generation. I'd love a Z06 because they come with, uh, I believe it's the largest naturally aspirated engine that Chevy has ever produced. Really? Which is the 7 liter LS7 427 cubic inch. Hell yeah, um, brother. Yeah, you can't get more American than that. <laughs> Not like, really. That's a, bald, a lot of bald eagles. And so when you do, those things make about 500 horsepower. And when you do heads cams and then headers, they make about a little over 600 wheel. And that's an all-motor car. NA. Ooh. That's what 7 liters does. Dang. There's no replacement for displacement. Hey, that's uh, very true. I, I've driven a lot of these before because when I worked at car, uh, car dealerships, the Corvette was always a car that someone traded in for a Huracan. Yeah. Like all the time. That's so weird. It was so, it was a lot of Corvettes. I drove so many ZR1, Z06s, and I had the opportunity to drive, um, I believe it was the poster car for, for a Koprovich. They did a whole system on a yellow uh, ZR1. Yeah. And I drove that car. He traded that in and a Demon or a Hellcat for a Huracan, which I sold him that oh, car. Oh, I think I remember you made a video on that. Gibbs and I drove yeah. those cars around La Jolla. Yeah. And we had the chance to go back and forth and do a photo shoot with it and drive them. And the Corvettes, dude, they're just, they scream, I have to go fast. They're you, so, like, you do headers and an exhaust on them, and they're so loud. And all the videos on YouTube of the, like, being cammed. Oh, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like, I saw a crazy. couple at, like, our local Cars and Coffee. And, it, like, videos are crazy, but in person, it's just, the cam is amazing, so... That's definitely a car that I want to get one day. Um, I was trying to get one sooner than later, but I just don't have the budget. They're like 30K for a nice one right now. So whenever I have that money, I'm definitely getting a Corvette. Yeah, I get it. Well, we found a very special Corvette on Turnology.com. Shout out to Tommy Perry for writing this article on May 8th, 2019. 660 horsepower, 7.7 liter, LS7 stock block Corvette Z06 Time Attack Monster. That is one crazy title to an article. But we found this really crazy car. It looks like the owner had spec this thing out and created it to be the ultimate time attack car, which when you think time attack, you think of Japanese cars. You think of uh, not, not you know German cars, Porsches. You don't think of a Corvette because you think of it being rear-wheel drive, super heavy, crazy power may you know you just it's not a car you typically see um i usually think of like miatas and s2000s not a corvette z06 and yeah this one is insane uh apparently <coughs> excuse me apparently the owner had a chevy nova before this and he wanted a track car um, a couple of people suggested that he buys a porsche 
or Porsche, and he was already used to cars, you know, American cars that were over 500 horsepower. So going from American to a Porsche, like it's just not going to suit him well and not really attract to what he wants. So he, um, he was really attracted to the price point of the Z06, which is usually around $35,000 for an American car like that, that has that kind of power and has that kind of foundation. You know, you get something from the factory that has so much power, so much torque, um, it's a sports car and it has luxury to it as well. So you have, you're hitting every button perfectly. Yeah. Uh, apparently he picked up his Corvette and right away he destroyed, I put the piston, <laughs> destroyed the piston, the piston into a cylinder wall, which brought him to a rough start with the car. And after he kind of went back and forth on either selling it or keeping it, he decided to rebuild the entire engine at horsepower research HPR. He went with a dart and sleeved 5.3 liter short block fitted with K1 forged long post 4.2 inch stroke crankshafts. How do you say that, Parker? Why? Why Seco? Why Seco? Wiseco. I think it's. I don't know if you spelled it right, but I think it's Wiseco. Wiseco six inch forged connecting rods, E85 conversion fuel conversion, KA Tech oil pump to ensure that engine never ran dry around corners to prevent sploshing. From side to side, which in all caps, splash. <laughs> I had to write that. But basically, what happens is when when you go around a track super fast or even a sharp turn, um, even in your gas tank, the the liquids are moving around because the g forces. So imagine going around the track super fast and all of the liquids moving to one side and, and to the other side. It depends on where your your pump is located. So if you think of all your your fluid on the left hand side of the tank and your pump is on the right-hand side, you're going to run it dry, especially around long sweeping turns, and that's the last thing you want. So the companies out there make products that actually help to prevent that, where either I, I, I would assume, Parker, that you'd run two pumps just to be um, safe, or how would you do that, you think? I'm not sure. With I'm pretty sure with these uh, Z06s, it's a kind of a, a common issue because a lot of people get the KTEC oil pumps, uh, which is it's a mechanical pump, Um that well obviously i don't know why i said that but um yeah i'm not sure i would have to do more research on yeah it. i don't want to say anything that i don't know i'm 100%. going off i'm just going off thinking in my head of what it would do but yeah yeah so he he did gold insulation to help with heat uh and in, in the article we'll put it in the link below but there's a lot more coilover sway bars uh he for for super lap challenge or for super lap he runs kumo acr tires i believe that's what it is for Ultimate Streetcar Challenge, he runs a BFG Rival S tire. And for NASA, Ultim for NASA Unlimited, he runs a Hoosier A7 Slicks, Yeehaw in all capitals. <laughs> he ran a 218 at Coda, one of the best tracks you can go to. It's known for like F1, but it's also for anything else. He removed the air conditioning, the heater, all the carpet, no passenger seat, anything that wasn't essential to save weight, replaced the hood and trunk with carbon fiber panels, OMP racing seat, roll cage from Shark Bar, Brought the car down to 2,700 pounds. Wow. Yeah, these, these Corvettes are actually really light. Um, may not seem like it, but they, they're, they're like small cars. So 2,700 pounds is really impressive. That's sick. To have 7.7 liter built engine, all motor car, in a car that weighs 2,700 pounds. Only issues he ran into was cooling. He sorted that out by adding a bigger radiator and uh, relocating the oil coolers to the front of the car, which are all fed by carbon fiber ducting, which this car has to be an absolute blast with a giant front splitter, crazy rear diffuser, an awesome wrap on Forge Star wheels. Uh, the livery is pretty sick. Has all the OMP stuff on the interior. 
And overall, I'm not a huge American Muscle car fan. Um, I like Mustangs and I do like Corvettes, but I'm not like obsessed. But this one, the way it's set up and the, the thing I'm picturing in my head is when I'm on my simulator going through Coda, doing that in this car. Sounds like a handful. Oh, my I mean, God. This thing sounds like imagine tough to. Imagine full out first and second gear, how terrifying that has to be. Yeah, 660 horsepower in that light of a car is kind of wild. And that's a big, big, big motor, too. Yeah. But think, think of the downforce you have. And how, like coming out of a turn in third gear, how much torque, like yeah. you're, you're probably going to be against, like, let's say you run against a Porsche or you run against another car. You're, you're gone in the straights. Yeah. In the corners, maybe a little bit tougher, but with the arrow on this thing and the way that it weighs almost nothing. Oh yeah. I don't know, man. Well, that diffuser is huge. And then the front arrow bits are crazy. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of it. You, and let's say let's say you have a limited budget for you, Parker. What's the Corvette that you get? What what would you want the most? Like, um, would you buy an older one and build it, or what would you want to do? Yeah, I'd buy an older one and build it. So basically, my current dream is a C6 Z06. Um, I would do heads, cams, uh, headers, full exhaust, and then I would convert it to. Um, I'd run ED5. I'd run meth. I'd get an A and A supercharger. Um, I've already like done a ton you of research. You have a whole list. <laughs> yeah, I already know like way too much about. Do you follow cars. Corvette owners on Instagram? I think so. Yeah, I follow a couple of the pages, but okay. there's also this YouTube channel I, I watch called Race Proven Motorsports, um, and they do like strictly uh, like the newer generations of Corvettes and anything else that shares like Chevrolet engines, uh, the LT and LS motors. So. I watch a lot of their stuff and I've learned so much about them. But basically, yeah, I'd, I'd try to get a, a Z06 with like 900 to 1,000 horsepower. <laughs> That'd be dope. Casually to 1,000 horsepower. Like, yeah, I need yeah. to get to La Jolla. I'll be there in four minutes. Yeah. Anything <laughs> after that, then it just becomes like a drag car or like a half mile strip car. Yeah. I, that's what I see on like Texas 2K or 1320 or like the, the street racing stuff in Texas. Like these cars, uh, when you see one with a huge rear tire, don't even try yeah because you know that thing is running spray and a thousand horsepower motor yeah. and like the scariest car you could ever imagine yeah i wouldn't want something that like requires to like ice it down and like only run at the track or like it doesn't have like heat and a radio or It'd one that questions your life yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that's my dream build sweet one of them i i understand why i get it it's a corvette with some stupid power and they sound cool i think it's one of the most violent sounding cars you can get oh yeah definitely as you guys know, I am a diecast car freak. We have like 40 on our desk. I can't even move because I got so much on my desk right now. I, know, uh, I like them here, but it's kind of like it's a little a, bit annoying. It's a little bit tight fit, so we may try to relocate. But I'm in the, I'm in right now. I'm trying to find um, a display case for our office. And if you're watching on the video right now, you can see that it's a little bit messy. But we're trying to find a display case. Um, but I am currently on the hunt for a couple different cars. I'm looking to. I guess you could say officially start searching for uh, my new collection of BMW and like motorsport cars. I really, really have been, I've been doing a lot of research on companies lately, but I want to start getting good quality stuff. I have an auto art GT3 RS in um, my, my favorite color, the purple. And I have a 4.0 RS that I love. I've had it for 10 years. I have another hundred at my house and I want to display them, but I've been doing some research online and if anyone wants to, there's links below for all these cars that I find on eBay. eBay is the best place to go because there's just a variety of everything, whether it's used or new. Uh, there's a company called Kaisho. I think that's how you pronounce it. And they do 
pretty good quality stuff for around a hundred to three hundred dollar range, somewhere around there. But right now, I'm currently looking at a normal E92 M3. Um, also like the GTS version. I really, really want to find a nice E92 M3. E, I'm sorry, E92. The, it's hard to find E90s. I can't find four doors anywhere. Um, I also have a 124th model coming in of an M3 GTS. It was like $29 or something like that. Uh, I also found a beautiful M3 DTM E92 Mini Champs car, which I haven't bought from them before. 118 scale of their race car. Uh, it's a Spengler matte black one. It looks so sick. Can you see it on the screen right there, Parker? Which one is the matte black race car, the E92? Oh, yeah, that's super nice. Yeah, that's, uh, I think it was a, I don't know what year it was, but I love this series of racing. Yeah, the DTM series is really cool. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Um, uh, M6 GT3, it's the Falcon car. I believe they took Nürburgring 2017 championship. I love the color scheme, the green and the blue. There's a GT3 RS in that color or RSR race car that races at Long Beach, and it was like the best sounding car when you're there. Because, Parker, you just you went to Long Beach last year, right? Uh, Yeah, I did the Long Beach back in, I think it was in April last year. I was going to go again, but it all got canceled. It was kind of uh, sad. Were you there for Formula Drift, or were you there for the race? Oh, Formula Drift. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you have you heard the race cars before there, or only the no, drift cars? I've only been to the, the drift event there. If you, I, got, I got goosebumps right now. Thinking about the sound... Um, not only the, the Corvette, the Corvette sounds so funny. It, I laughed so hard when I heard the Corvette because really? it sounds like a tugboat. Like really? imagine a pontoon boat just straight piped. It sounds so goofy because you hear like the Porsche go by and, you know, Aston Martin or whatever, and it's yeah. all high-pitched, crazy screaming motors, and the Corvette's just like as oh, it goes by. What's it, the C7R? Yes. Yeah, those yeah. things, I think those sound amazing. They sound they sound great, but yeah. when you compare it to a Porsche that's straight piped, it's oh, yeah. completely different. Oh, yeah, that V8 sounds like, that V8 sounds super unique in that car. It's very violent. And the coolest thing is, too, this is random that I just thought of. I did that race um, with my friend Kyle and my friend Gibbs. And Kyle is a professional go-kart racer. And he taught us a lot about how those cars don't have starters. They don't have, there's no crank over. It's instantly on. So when you hear the car start in the pit lane, you expect it to, like, crank over. It fires on right away. Yeah. And I, I don't know the reason behind it. Someone can probably comment. But that was one thing that stuck with me is the Corvette. I was standing next to it down in the pit lane. I think I had media passes and they went to go start. And I was like, what the hell? It caught me off guard. That's interesting. Cause I it, wonder what that is. There's no startup. It just goes up right away. It must be like combination of like a really lightweight, like flywheel and then having all that fuel pressure ready to go. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to do some more research on that. And the last car I'm looking at is a 118th mini champs GT three R. Uh, it was a 2018 Nürburgring for the series it was in. I love this Porsche. I, I want to buy some more. Um, they just get a little bit expensive. But uh, Parker, if you could pick any diecast car right now, what would you want to buy? Uh, definitely a race car. I think the ones that are just like regular models kind of get boring. Um, I like I like having ones that are like replicas of the actual cars that have gone into competition. Yeah. Um, probably some sort of Porsche, like either the 911 RSR or GT3 R. I think any of those are really cool. That's how I am too. I have... I have so many models of normal cars and the closest to race car I have is a GT3 RS, you know, but yeah, I want to get something. I watched a bunch of racing last night uh, at Bathurst, Germany, and it got me inspired to look at more race cars. But uh, speaking of race cars, our last topic of the day, the newest Porsche Cayman GT4 key keywords here or key letters RS could have 500 horsepower. This car was leaked yesterday. I believe on car and driver. I put on my Instagram story, and dude, 
I haven't even seen this. I want one so bad. They look so good. Yeah. Well, the normal GT4, I think I think I just looked it up because I was curious. Yeah, it has 414 horsepower. So the RS probably will have over 500. All motor car, lightweight already. I'm assuming seven-speed manual, full Alcantara bucket seats interior, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful exterior with the fender louvers, the hood scoops, the updated front bumper, and obviously, of course, with the big wing. Um, I can see there's lettering in the seats. I know it's kind of a render, I think. I know if you guys look on the screen here, these are some spy shots that came out last well, a couple months ago, I believe, or maybe before that. Um, but Porsche is preparing for a more hardcore version of the 718 Cayman GT4. It'll be called the GT4 RS. It'll be lighter, stiffer, and more powerful than the standard GT4 model. The RS is slated to arrive sometime next year with a significant price premium compared to the standard GT4. Uh, the car is much lighter, more powerful, um, even more track capable compared to what it was, and set to arrive sometime late, sometime late 2021 or 2022, starting on one hundred thirty thousand dollars. Wow, I mean that's honestly not terrible. It's a lot of car for the money. Yeah, I mean the GT4 or the Cayman is a really good platform, and I'm pretty sure the engine sits like more kind of central than like the 911s, um, where the 911 engine's kind of just on the very tail end of it. Because uh, we saw, uh, remember Fats yeah. uh, Cayman? Mm -hmm. I didn't realize they were mid-engine. Me either. So I mean, the balance must feel like great. The engine's tucked in there, like very, yeah. very far in there. So you still have a trunk, um, obviously a full bonnet. But this this car would be the answer to guys who are dying for a manual GT3 RS. Uh, I wonder if this will, I don't know if this will come in PDK. I'm kind of curious to know. I doubt it. The RS? Yeah. Oh, I think it'll be only PDK. Oh, really? Yeah. That's my. Huh. I, that's what I think. Just because, like, with the 991 GT3 RS, it's only PDK. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure with the GT4, it's standard manual. Oh, really? Like, no matter... I don't think they have PDK for the GT4. Yeah, I don't know. So, I don't know. I don't know Porsche models that well, but we're learning as we go. I think this car will do really, really well. I know we're going to see a lot around Newport here in Orange County. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's a, it's a pretty car. I, I personally like the last generation of the Cayman GT4. I think that was like the best looking one. Um, but these ones still look pretty good. The 718 is definitely an interesting take on the Cayman. Exhaust, headers, and window tint, and you're good. Yeah, you don't need much of this. No, you just need to have the sound. It's such a driver. We were just talking about this too in the last podcast about the F80 M3 versus the E92 M3, which is what I have. And one thing about the F80 is you lose a lot of connection with the car. The, the driver assist um, steering, which is very, very light. You just don't have that same feeling with the, the E92, which is heavy steering, raw car, V8. So I'm curious to know that when you step into a GT4, how different is it going to be? And uh, is, are you still going to have that connected feeling? If it's manual, I think you will. You'll feel much more um, connected compared to PDK. I just don't know about the assistant stuff that comes with these cars. Because this is 2021, dude. The Porsche technology is advancing every single year. So I'm really curious yeah. to see. I mean, people always say, though, that Porsche always gets the steering right. Like, perfect. Mm -hmm. So, because people kind of, like, base their, you know, like, I see a lot of car reviewers basing their opinion off of Porsche steering because it's always so good. So I think they'll keep that going. I don't think they'll make it, like, have bad feedback or anything. I hope not. I mean, I really, really want to see what this car can do and same with the market too. Like when these come out, I'm really curious to know how much over MSRP are they going to bring? Um, and not just that, but I hope that people drive these cars because this is a yeah. driver's car. This like, yeah. I understand getting a 911 R and put it in a collection cause it's rare yeah. or a Carrera GT, 
But when you get a GT4, GT4S, these cars need to be driven hard. Yeah. Um, That's what they're designed for. Yeah. Well, that's it for this podcast. We are currently going to pick a winner for the Golf Livery Ford GT. It is the moment right now. Damn, that thing's nice. I know, dude. I want it, even Same. though I have two of them. We're going to load all the comments. If you don't know how to enter, we post a picture of a diecast car we give away every week. And I'm going to pick this person. Uh, Asar.car. Congratulations, Asar Ahmad from Atlanta, Georgia. Nice. You are the winner of the 4GT. I will send you a DM right now. Congrats. Congrats, man. Other than that, thank you guys so much for watching. We're at 28 minutes. If you haven't yet, please subscribe. Hit the thumbs up button. And we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.